This is Kai Stewart, reading bedtime stories for nobody. They told me I had a heart of gold, so I buried it. It was all I could think to do. Something that precious belongs in the earth. I planted it in the ground and it grew up tall and strong, a hope and healing tree its branches wide and shade around it thick. Where is it now? Maybe it's in hospitals or foreign nations. Maybe it's on a street corner lit by a buzzing streetlight. Maybe, please let it be. Maybe it's outside the bedroom window of the girl for whom I destroyed myself when I was 21. Please meet me there, my itinerant heart. For if you had been with me, Maybe I wouldn't have destroyed myself. Please meet us in our hours of need. Please wait for us in our searing heats and stand between us and our devastations. As it was, I lived heartless for several years. I tried many substitutes, but it takes a while to get over your first heart. I've been working on it my whole life, after after all. And I tried a bunch of things. I think the first one was threads. Several I had several colored threads that I strung from a wooden frame and mounted in the hole in my chest. There was a red one and a blue one and a green one that I hung with silver bells. And they stretched across the hole, and when the wind blew through, the bells would ring. Occasionally, I hung things from the walls and atria, like feathers or colored leaves or little bits of glass and crystal, and they spun in the breeze, and it was very nice. And it worked okay for a while. A spider's web is strong enough to catch leaves or moths or small birds, and a tapestry can hold a story. I had a thread for nearly every feeling. Red for devotion, blue for acceptance, purple for hope green for celebration, yellow for watching, red for love, blue for loss, green for growth, yellow for strife, red for rage, blue for compassion, purple for greed, and green for life, and red for life, and blue for life. But threads are so thin, and there were too few of them to make a shelter from the weather, or soak the rain from the floor. So, next I tried candles. I had a dozen, or two dozen, maybe maybe more. And they were sunk in their own wax on a table in my interior darkness, and I would light them one by one and count as I lit them. One, a spark and flare of heat that slows to a steady warmth. Two, nothing into a golden, tall, orange presence. Three, the cool, dark warming and brightening, and four, a golden haze brushing in wisps past my face. And that worked fine for a while. As long as the candles stayed lit, I could relight the others, as long as at least one was lit. And they never all went out at once. And the hot air from a dozen candles can keep small objects aloft. And when the wind blew, they danced beautiful ballets in which I could read omens and futures, but... All candles can do is burn. 
You can use them to comfort or destroy, but they have no other use. And candles are vulnerable. They're helpless against water, for one. And I, as a person, am mostly vast internal oceans. Maybe a wave washed all my candles away. I'll never know. The current model is smallish, squishy, and pink, and it clenches and goes slack at intervals, sometimes steadily, sometimes haphazardly. It's burrowed its tendrils into the walls, though, so it's unlikely to get lost. It's tough and sinewy and constantly working, and it clings to the walls of its cavern like a blind cave worm, just like that pink and moist and elastic, its details on display just like that, that miraculous and unlikely, and it keeps itself warm, and its focus never wavers. I can't say I built it, since I have only a general idea how it works, and honestly I'm a little squeamish about touching it. I just noticed it there one day, years after the candles were gone. Not even the size of my fist, but dedicated, dedicated, single-minded. Clench, slack, clench, slack, welcome a room full of visitors and then rush them along, throw wide the doors, and then move in the walls, a brief museum with a very strict gallery sequence. See and be seen by all, hold and release all. It always wants what's in the next room, who's next on the schedule. It's voracious and unsteady and tireless and tough, and it works all alone in the dark. It has no goal except to continue. Maybe my old hearts are still around somewhere, floating through the world, spreading light and shade. Raveled in a bird's nest or washing up on distant beaches. I hope they make things better wherever they find themselves. The current one can't do anything so ambitious, but good wishes to it too. Little animal, little volunteer, little machine too big to hold. <laughs>